Welcome to episode seven of the Life and Business by Human Design show. We're back for another episode and today I'm talking all about experimentation versus contemplation with the gene keys. So let's get into this episode right now. Welcome to the Life and Business by Human Design show. I am your host, Caroline Linda, Master Coach and Human Design Junkie. And this show is all about what it takes to create sustainable success in your life and business, whatever success looks and sounds and feels like to you. I want to welcome you to this show. This is a place where you can really tap into what is it that makes you uniquely you? What can you learn and know and discover and trust within yourself that you can then take in order to create a massive impact in the world? We're going to talk human design. We're going to have interviews with amazing people. This is a show where it all comes together and you can truly begin to create your life and business by human design. Let's get into it. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. And this episode was inspired by a couple of conversations that I have had with clients this week all about the gene keys. And recently I delivered an amazing workshop inside the experiment, which is my human design program. Uh, talking about our genius. And we dipped our toes into the gene keys uh, in some ways. And throughout the experiment program, we dip our toes into the gene keys. But what I realized was that there's this common misconception or misunderstanding around um, the difference between human design and the gene keys and the way that we actually go about understanding that and using that and being in that space. And so I really wanted to address that um, with this episode and talk about the difference between the experimentation that comes with human design and the contemplation that is the cornerstone of the gene keys. And so let's get into that kind of whole topic and let's start here, okay? So you would have heard me say, if you've listened to me at all prior to this episode, that human design is so much about experimenting. Okay, it's so much about taking information and actually figuring out like, does this work for me? Does this resonate with me? How is this true for me? What is showing up for me? All the ways that you can really um, try things on and try things out. And that is the way that human design was designed to be. Like it was designed to be an experiment, an experience where you dive in and really give things a go. And one of the first experiments that I take all my clients through and the first experiment uh, within my program, the experiment is around strategy and authority. And authority is a really great one to talk about when it comes to experiments, because when someone is introduced to the idea of their authority, they then basically go on a process of experimenting with that authority and how it works for them and what shows up for them and, you know, all of those kinds of things. And so in that process, they are experimenting with their authority to figure out what is true for them, what works for them, what doesn't work for them, particularly if they're a line three. 
Um, and how this kind of comes together to create a beautiful process of making decisions for them, okay? Because that is really what our authority is all about. But the way that you figure out how to make how to make the right decision is to just be making decisions and testing things out and seeing what happens. And so human design is really all about experimenting and experimenting is a actual process. It is a doing process, okay? It is not really something that you can just kind of sit around thinking about. It's really something that you've got to get out there and actually apply these ideas to your life and see what happens, be in more of the doing space. And I think this is the biggest difference between human design and the gene keys. And without going deeply into the origin, uh, the gene keys came from the idea of human design from someone who had been within the inner circle of human design, uh, but it has a lot of throwbacks to the ancient um, I Ching. And so it's really a melting pot of different things. But I think what happens is often they kind of get coupled in together. And so when people start to get deeper into their chart and they start to look at the gates and look at the placements, the gene keys come into play and they start to look at the gates through the gene key perspective. And I definitely think that this is really helpful because the gene keys are much more prescriptive as to the shadows and the gifts of each of the gates, okay? But we have to know that we're stepping outside of the human design system as we leave the gate and move into the gene keys and into the gene key system, okay? And that's totally great and I love doing that and I love people uncovering the gene key as they're looking at gates and placements in their human design chart. But the reality is that gene keys were actually created with a much different purpose. They actually have a whole story and a whole path and a whole purpose of their own outside of, you know, of um, experimenting with human design. And so I wanted to kind of share that because often what then happens is that people don't kind of realize that there's two things going on. And I had a client last week who said to me, she was like, I didn't really realize that the gene keys actually had this whole situation of their own going on on the side. Like I just thought that they were an extra way to explain the gates. And so I wanted to really bring attention to this because often that's how we find out about them. That's definitely how I, how I found out about the gene keys. It was like as an add-on to the gates of human design. But the gene keys have a whole situation going on of their own. And the biggest difference for me, as I understand it and as I've been experiencing it and as I've been going through my journey, is that it is really the difference between doing and being. Human design is about doing the experiment, living the experiment, okay? But the gene keys are really about our state of being. It's about our vibration. It's about our frequency. Richard Rudd himself, the creator of the Gene Keys, talks all the time about the fact that this is a path that we travel along where we contemplate Gene Keys in specific placements on our Gene Keys path. And contemplation is not about doing it is about being. He talks about contemplation kind of being in this space between meditation and implementation. It kind of sits in the middle. 
it's this space where we truly just allow ourselves to be activated by ideas, to sit with concepts, to become aware of our shadows, aware of where our gift is playing out. It is much more a being kind of process than human design. One way that you could explain this is that human design is a more masculine style of energy. It's a system. It's a container. The gene keys are a much more feminine flow. They are about what we are being. They about are about our frequency rather than what we are doing. And the fundamental understanding of the gene keys is that as we contemplate the gene keys, we activate the energy that is already inside of us. So we already have the energy of the keys that relate to our path inside us right now. And by contemplating those keys, we activate that energy and we raise our frequency. So it's not really doing anything differently as much as it is being at the higher state. It is allowing ourselves, recognizing ourselves, acknowledging ourselves and moving ourselves from the lower states, the more shadow states of our keys into the gift state and ultimately to the city. And what's also really important to understand is that the city is not a destination. It is not some place that you scramble to get to. And this is why it's really the being, not the doing. Because Richard Rudd talks a lot about the fact that it's the journey that's important. It's the activation and the raising of the frequency that is important, not necessarily getting to the city, to the you know place of enlightenment. It is the path along the way and what we learn about ourselves, the shadows that we release and the gifts that we activate into. That's what raises the frequency and that's the magic of the gene keys, unleashing the energy that's already inside of us and raising our frequency to a frequency that is already available to us. It is just one that we have maybe forgotten, one that we have lost because we're living in the fear states, in the shadow states. And so it's really about who we're being rather than anything that we are specifically doing. And going through the process of contemplating the gene keys specific to the sphere that they show up in, the lines that um, show up, which throw back to the ancient I Ching system. It's really about uh, spending the time to contemplate how this comes together for you. You know, where the shadows are showing up, where you can be leaning into the gifts more. Um, and so I really wanted to come in and share that because as I've gone deeper into the gene keys, it really has resonated with me so much, the idea that it's around your being. And just understanding and moving through and contemplating and spending time with some of my key gene keys has really changed my vibration. It has really changed the frequency that I am operating at without me actually doing anything. And it's interesting because I was literally talking to a client about this this morning with the intention of recording this episode today, of course. And 
she comes from an NLP and mindset coaching background. And she said to me, like, what can I do to get out of the shadow state and more into the gift state? And I was like, it's such an interesting question because I get it. Like that was the background that I had. It was like the shadows were the things that needed to be fixed, right? Like let's, let's, let's get rid of some limiting beliefs. Let's, you know, do some hypnotherapy. And that is all great. And that all has its place. Absolutely. That has its place. And I do that work with my clients on a daily basis, but there's also this process that happens when we understand our gene keys, where we see that shadow and we notice that shadow, we begin to play with that shadow and work out where that shadow is showing up for us. And purely in the, in the process of just being with that and being in the awareness of that and the understanding of that, we're already raising that frequency. We're already uncovering ways to think differently, to move through things differently, ways to tap into the gift and move from that shadow into the gift. And so it really comes back to the idea that the shadow is not some negative thing that needs to be, you know, fixed and disowned. The shadow is actually the part of us that is ready to be seen. It's the part of us that we rejected, that we are ready to turn back to, that we are ready to integrate so that we can raise, that we are ready to notice and be aware of as we go along. And this is one of the things that I have spent quite a bit of time doing again. And I've been diving into the gene keys for quite some time. But one of the things that I did this week was I really went back to the first piece of the golden path, as Richard Rudd calls it, the activation sequence or the genius sequence. And I went back to the very first path that that is. So this is your life's work sphere and your evolution sphere, which in human design terms is your conscious or personality sun and your conscious or personality earth. And according to Richard Rudd and the Gene Keys, this is the greatest challenge of your life, is the path from your life's work to your evolution. For me, it is the path from gate 57 or Gene Key 57 to Gene Key 51. Gene Key 57 is the path of unease through intuition to clarity. Gate 51 is the path of agitation through initiative to awakening. And I've really taken the time this week to just notice in my everyday life. Like I haven't been sitting down for three hours every day journaling about my gene keys. What it has been has really been this opportunity to just notice in all the small quiet moments where I get into unease or where I get into agitation. And what is that a signpost for? What is that showing me? Is there something that's ready to be healed? Is there something that's been disowned that's ready to be re-owned and rehomed and felt deeply inside of me? What is it that I want to do differently? Where can I call on my intuition and my initiative rather than sitting in the unease or the agitation? And so it's been about being aware and 
thinking about who I'm being rather than necessarily what I am doing. And so I really wanted to share that because absolutely we can use the information from the gene keys to enhance our experiments with human design, but also don't forget that the gene keys are a process and an understanding and a system of their own. And what they offer is much more about the being and the frequency. It's much more that feminine side of the equation. And I truly love sitting in that space with people and spending time with people in that space and really having them have that transformation, not because of something that they do, but because of how more deeply they understand who they are being. And it makes sense completely because the two gene keys that I just shared with you of my gene key path are all about intuition to clarity and initiative to awakening. And that is a big part of my journey and, of course, now a big part of the journey that I take my clients on. So if you have never seen your Gene Keys path, head to genekeys.com and grab your free report. If the Gene Keys are something that you have uh, explored and love or have only really seen through the lens of like the add-on to the gates and placements of human design or if what I've spoken about today really resonates with you and you're like, oh, my goodness, yes, I really want to dive deeper into my Gene Keys, I want to go through the contemplation, I want to be in the being, then I would really invite you to consider jumping in with me and doing a deep dive through your gene keys. So I actually have a 12-week program where we work together to move through your gene keys. And I've popped details for that in the um, show notes as well. So whilst it is a little digression from the world of human design that we are normally talking about. I felt like it was such a timely one because so many people were asking me about this and also because I was personally having these experiences of really going back and looking at the gene keys through a different lens, through the contemplation lens, through my everyday life, small moments lens, which is the way that the gene keys are designed to be understood and embodied rather than just information. So that is what I wanted to share with you today. I'm going to leave it there. Uh, I really hope that this has been informative. I hope that it's helped you to understand a little bit more about the gene keys. Maybe you have been, maybe you're new to the world of human design and you're like, I don't even know what she's talking about. And that's totally fine. Stay focused on human design. N not a worry in the world. If you want help along that path, join us inside the experiment. But I know for a lot of people, the gene keys kind of come in and there's some confusion and maybe misunderstanding about how things are designed to, to happen. And I really wanted to speak to that because of the transformation that I've seen for me and then also the deeper levels of understanding that I see with my clients when they understand the difference between the two and the way the different ways that they are designed to be used or handled or um, explored. So I really hope that this has been informative in that way. 
Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Life and Business by Human Design show. I absolutely freaking love creating these episodes. I love coming up with these ideas. I mean, this one was just epic. I was like, yep, we need to talk about that. And then every conversation for the last few days has ended up deeply somewhere in the gene keys. And I was like, yeah, that's it. We have to talk about this. So we have to, you know, be sharing more information about this. And so I I freaking love being able to share all of that with you guys. So I'm going to leave it there for another episode. I look forward to chatting with you guys again next week. If you have not hit subscribe or follow, turned on notifications, followed us on social media, all of the things, go and do that right now. I would especially love it if you could leave a review on your favorite platform. And also if you could share this on your socials or with a friend to help us get the word out to more people. I really honestly, truly means the world to me when you guys uh, share and recommend and more people can come into our beautiful fold. So I will see you guys next week for another amazing episode. Have an awesome week and I'll talk to you then.